Welcome to the T5 Life Show. This is your host, Coleco Lubawanan, also known as TE5 Pharaoh. I am the owner and CEO of TE5 Gaming and TE5 Real Estate Group. Our mission here is to give you the know-hows in the gaming and the esports space, as well as the real estate and business space, and share my life along the way. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well today. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about why I believe LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the best pick and roll combo between a somebody who can play a guard or run the pick like LeBron and somebody who actually could, you know, set the screen, be the big man like Anthony Davis. Why these two are the best. This is probably the best pick and roll duo that has ever existed and by far the best pick and roll. Uh, and the most unstoppable pick and roll going into the NBA this year. I want to really talk about this, get really strategic here from a matchup perspective, because I think so many people are really underestimating like how ridiculously hard it is going to be for any team in the NBA with their existing rosters to match up against LeBron, a LeBron James, Anthony Davis pick and roll offense. Uh, with obviously shooters around them. So nonetheless, let's dive into it, guys. You know, in order to understand where I'm coming from with this, you you have to really understand the game, the, the abilities of both LeBron James and Anthony Davis, okay? LeBron James and Anthony Davis can both shoot the three. They can shoot from the perimeter. Why is that important? That's important because it stretches the floor. It means that whoever's guarding them can't just sag off and let, let them shoot. They, they have to come out and guard these two. Because if they don't, you know, LeBron can just splash it right in their face. So can Anthony Davis. You can't just leave them open, okay, on the perimeter. So that creates a problem, all right? So when they have to, when the defense has to come out to guard them, okay, then now that's going to basically, you know, the, the paint's wide open. So that's when the pick and roll starts to come into effect, okay? So now, it turn, you know, once they have – since they have to come out and guard LeBron and AD from the perimeter, they can't just let him shoot it. Now it all comes down to matchup versus matchup, okay? And I can literally break down every NBA team in the entire league with their – whoever plays their five or their four versus – you know, LeBron James and uh, whoever plays, whoever's going to guard him from a three or if they put LeBron at the one or the two, I don't know, LeBron could be anywhere between one to three. But I'm gonna, I can literally break down from every NBA roster and tell you how, like, no team has the, the ability to match up. I truly believe the only team that has a remote chance of matching up with these two would be the Philadelphia 76ers and uh, and the only reason I say that is because you know you could have if it's Ben Simmons guarding LeBron, Ben Simmons is six ten. He has height. He can guard, he can guard LeBron James. Okay, he can stick with LeBron. He may not be as skilled as LeBron. LeBron can probably put moves on him that you know Ben Simmons ain't ready for. But look, for all intents and purposes, Ben Simmons versus a LeBron James like Ben Garden LeBron is a good matchup. That is a matchup for the 76ers I would be happy with. But then you got Joel Embiid on Anthony Davis. That's a good matchup for the Sixers. That's you know I wouldn't favor AD heavily over that. Not saying AD can't put do do you know give give Embiid work, but that's still a good matchup. 
So the reason that that's important is because in a pick and roll, what happens is the person that guards Anthony Davis, you know, whenever he sets the screen and LeBron James runs around the screen, it's going to pick Ben Simmons or whoever guards LeBron. And now it, you know, it's going to be Joel Embiid who guards LeBron James and it's going to be, um, Ben Simmons who guards Anthony Davis and uh, even Ben Simmons on Anthony Davis. Hey, I'm not, you know, not saying it's, you know, all going to be in favor of Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons has the height. He has the size to, to still push around with AD. I like that matchup. I like that switch if it happens. Okay. And, you know, Joel Embiid for a big man, assuming he's healthy, him guarding LeBron James. I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I am okay with that matchup. Completely, hundred percent. Even even uh, Joel Embiid on the perimeter. A lot of people underestimate, you know, his his athleticism. You know, he can he can come out to the perimeter and guard folks. I mean, he he has that ability. So that's why I say I think the 76ers really have the only lineup that can mesh with that potentially to to to, to mix match in the event that you have you know because when you run pick and roll you have to switch. Okay, defender set usually switch. If they don't switch, then Braun's going to destroy you, and so is AD going to the basket. But, um, but you know, the reason I, I say this is like, you know, it's literally like if if you have to come out and guard these two on the perimeter, and they run their pick and roll, you know, and you have a smaller guy guarding LeBron and a bigger guy that's slower guarding AD, then when that switch happens, now you got the big slow guy guarding LeBron who's either going to blow by him or just shoot the three right over him because the big guy's afraid to go out to the perimeter to guard LeBron, or you're going to have a smaller guy trying to stop AD in the post or in the paint. And and either one of those matchups favors LeBron and AD. Let's, let's just, let's use a couple more scenarios here that I can help better emphasize this for you guys. Let's use the Denver Nuggets. Everybody wants to talk about the Nuggets and how good they're going to be this year and all that. Granted, they'll have a great regular season, but they ain't going to match up with the Los Angeles Lakers. You want to know why? Because you, you're going to have Nikola Jokic, okay? Jokic, okay? We all know he can shoot. He's a great passer, but he's a slow, non-athletic five, Okay. He is not athletic at all, and he's undersized in terms of like AD size. He's not. A, he he can't from a size perspective. He's not a fit for AD. So you're going to tell me that the Denver Nuggets. Let's say I don't know who's who they're going to have guard LeBron. Um, let me let me pull up their roster real quick. Got my phone out right now. Who's going to guard LeBron James? That's a big question. Hmm. Uh, all right, you got Jeremiah Grant. Okay, let's use Jeremiah Grant because honestly, I could see I could see them either I could see them putting Jeremiah Grant on LeBron James. So you got Jeremiah Grant, and you got you know he's six. Jeremiah Grant six nine. Okay, Jeremiah Grant, and you got uh, Nikola Jokic. Okay, so the problem for the Denver Nuggets in the event that they're guarding a LeBron AD pick and roll, if you got Nikola trying to guard AD, God bless already. We don't even need to run pick and roll, bro. Just freaking post up and give AD the ball, because that's that. I mean, Nikola cannot guard AD. I can tell you that right now. He's not athletic enough. He, he just can't do it. Jeremiah Grant, granted, he he is a gr- younger player, and he is he's got size, he's got length, and he's known for his defensive ability. 
I don't think he can stop LeBron an entire night. He might be able to give LeBron, you know, a little bit of an issue, but I don't think – I still would favor LeBron heavily in that matchup 1v1. But in the event that that switch occurs – and, you know, let's say Jeremiah Grant's guarding LeBron, but then, you know, obviously the pick happens. And now Nikola Jokic has to pick up LeBron James. Well, that's not going to end very well because either Nikola's going to have to come out there with his slow big butt and try to stop LeBron on the perimeter from shooting the three, or he's just going to sag off and let LeBron shoot the ball, which is probably the most ideal scenario in that situation, which, you know, LeBron can hit his shots when he gets going. You know, or, I mean, Braun's just going to blow right by Nikola Jokic, and then you got Jeremiah Grant guarding AD, and that's a size matchup. That is a size mismatch. AD's going to win that. So, okay, the Denver Nuggets, they can't answer that right now. Let's move on to another team. Let's let's use the Utah Jazz for a minute. Everyone's talking about Utah, bro. Utah this, Utah that. And I like Utah, bro. I ain't hating on Utah, but let's just – let's put them against this pick and roll of LeBron AD, Okay. So you're going to have um, Rudy Gobert, who's an amazing defender, defensive player of the year, seven-footer. He can block everything. He can protect the rim. So Rudy Gobert on AD, I like that matchup. However, here's the thing, though. Rudy Gobert has to come out – Rudy Gobert has to be able to guard on the perimeter against AD, and that's where the liability of him comes in. Rudy Gobert in the paint's amazing. He's going to do an amazing job. You put, you take Rudy Gobert out on the perimeter, it's a whole different story where he has to step away from the basket. So in this situation, you're going to see – you would probably see LeBron and AD run more of a pick-and-pop type of offense where instead of, you know, them crashing to the basket, you know, whoever – you know, AD is going to flare out and just, you know, he's, he's going to make – Rudy Gobert make a decision. He, Rudy Gobert is either going to have to protect the rim against, you know, LeBron, you know, driving in off the pick, or he's going to have to stand out and guard AD. He's not going to be able to do both, you know, because who's going to guard LeBron? Let's see. Um, I mean, I guess Jeff Green, that's not bad. I mean, literally, they, like, Utah doesn't have anybody that can stop LeBron. Yeah, they've got nobody. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because Bojan Bogdan, he ain't stopping LeBron. You know, like, you know, they, they don't have anybody that can stop LeBron. So, in that scenario, hell, you could probably just – you don't even have to pick AD. You could, like, literally, I think the in the against the Utah Jazz defensively, the Lakers may not even run a pick and roll with AD. I mean, he might run pick and roll with like Kuz or somebody because they got nobody that can stop Braun and then just let AD kind of sit out, you know, on the wing or sit, you know, sit him out mid range and just let him pop shots because Rudy Gobert is going to have to crash the glass because they're not going to have an answer for LeBron getting to the bucket. So, I mean, that's the liability that they're not going to be able to stop that because and, – and it's always because AD can shoot it. He can shoot the basketball from a longer range, which gives them so much more opportunities and it just creates so many more areas of mismatch, okay? Let's do another one. Let's put AD uh, – LeBron and AD, the pick and roll versus – I don't know um, – the Los Angeles Clippers. There we go. Let's put them against the Clippers, who's, you know, arguably one of the best teams and, and will be favored to win. And, and I mean, I'm not going to argue that, but I don't think they're better than LeBron James and AD and the Lakers. I'm going to tell you right, right now. Okay. So, okay. We know that Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard 
can they can both guard LeBron James. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. On a one v one, I will favor. I will give that matchup to the Clippers. That that's a good matchup. How you put Kawhi on Braun, it's straps, bro. It's straps. Kawhi can strap up LeBron like any other player in the league, like no other player in the league. Okay, so that solves that that issue for the Clippers. However, let's talk about who's guarding AD. Well. Paul George is a small forward, 6'9". Paul George is not used to guarding somebody like Anthony Davis at the 4 or 5 on the block. Okay, That's a mismatch. They can, you know, Paul George can't handle AD. <clears throat> Montrez Harrell, he's 6'8". Okay? That is a size mismatch. He, he cannot match up with Anthony Davis. So Montrez Harrell, that puts him out. He's at the four. Michael Green, not athletic enough. He ain't stopping AD. Like, I'm looking at this Clippers roster. I mean, you got Zubak. Come on. Zubak ain't handling AD. He's not athletic enough. Like, this, you know, Angel Delgado, whoever the hell he is, he, he ain't handling AD. Like, like literally, these, the Clippers have nobody for Anthony Davis. They don't. They can't stop him. So let's say let's say Kawhi is guarding LeBron, and let's say Paul George is guarding Kuz or you know somebody else. Who knows? Okay. So LeBron James <clears throat> has Kawhi on him. So Anthony Davis sets the pick. Okay, it gets Kawhi off him, and now you've got LeBron James, you know, versus Zubak. Whoever's going to start the earth, Montrez Harrell. Let's just say Montrez Harrell. They play him at the five. He's under. He's way undersized to play the five. But let's just say he plays the five. LeBron James against Montrez Harrell is not a freak. I mean, he he will he is screwed Montrez Harrell more times than not. When Montrez was with the Toronto Raptors back in you know when LeBron was with the Cavs, like LeBron has destroyed Montrez Harrell historically for a very long time. Okay. There is nothing that Montrez Harrell will do to be able to stop LeBron James. Okay. He's gonna have to come out of the perimeter. Braun's gonna blow right by him. It's a done deal. Okay. So now that means Kawhi Leonard guarding Anthony Davis. Now, look, guys, Kawhi Leonard can arguably be the best defensive player, like all the way around in the entire league. From from he can do everything. He can guard the perimeter. He can he can be a force in the post, but Let's just not be ignorant to the fact that Kawhi Leonard is only 6'7", guys. I know he's got long arms. He's got big hands. But he ain't stopping AD on the block. He may be able to guard AD on the perimeter, but if AD gets inside, Kawhi can't – he's just not big enough. Kawhi is not big enough to handle that. So, once again, they have no answer for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is the X factor of this entire equation, guys. And this is why the Lakers are going to be better than the Clippers, because as long as Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy, the Clippers have no they have no answer to the two of them. They, they, they have an answer to the, you know, to LeBron. They just don't have an answer to AD. But when you put LeBron and AD together, there's no answer for either of them. Okay, that's that is the that is the impact of that pick and roll, dude. You know, and, and I mean, literally, like I said, if you could put Montrez Harrell as, at, at the five, you could put Zubak. None of them can switch on LeBron. None of them. They can't. Jermichael, like, no, no, no. You know, that's just not happening. Mark, you know, Harkless, no, dude. So 
you know, the Lakers are going to get high percentage baskets and that's going to limit the, the transition opportunities for the Clippers. That's going to make the Clippers have to play half court basketball more. And every team in the league is going to be playing more half court basketball. They're going to get limited transition opportunities against the Lakers, which are older and slower. And, and honestly, if the Lakers did not have AD, they would not be a very good team. Nowhere near like they are now. AD changes the everything. He changes the entire equation with LeBron James. It just... It literally, like, every every opportunity, defensively, offensively, the, the shooting opportunities for the shooters, like, it's it's going to be insane to watch this. Dude. Assuming they stay healthy, that is the X factor, though. They got to stay. They got to stay healthy. Okay. Um, who else can I put this against? You know, I already mentioned the Sixers. I mentioned um, the Clippers matchup. I mentioned the Dent Nuggets, the Jazz. Um, let's use Milwaukee. Screw it. Let's match. Let's match the Lakers up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, let's talk about that. So we all know the Milwaukee Bucks have the reigning MVP and a guy that I love. I love me some Giannis. Okay, Giannis is a monster. He is a beast, dude. Now Giannis better get his shot right because he really pissed. He really disappointed me, man. I wanted them to beat the Toronto Raptors. I, I felt like Milwaukee from a matchup perspective was a better, was a better team to, to outmatch the, the Warriors with Kevin Durant versus what they were with, with Toronto. I felt like, I felt like what I'm saying guys is I felt that the Bucks had a better matchup to beat Golden State than Toronto did. Okay. Because Milwaukee's big and they got shooters, but you know, Toronto's also big as well, but though they were, but um Let's break this down. Okay, so you got Giannis. Okay, Giannis, Giannis can guard AD. He can guard Braun. He can guard either of them. I have no issue with that. I have no issue with saying that Giannis Antetokounmpo can't stay in the post and work on AD because he can. He's got the athleticism. He's got the size. He's a strong dude. Okay, and he can also get out on the perimeter. He can guard him there. He can, he can guard Braun as well. He can strap up Braun. He can do all that. That's that's a good thing for Milwaukee in this matchup. However, let's go now to the who's going to guard. Like so, you know, Giannis is one guy. He can't guard both of them. Okay, so let's say Giannis ends up guarding. I don't know. Let's say Giannis guards. Um, let's say. I mean, look, he's so big. He's playing the four. Let's just say Giannis guards AD. So who's going to guard LeBron? on the Milwaukee roster. Let's look at this. Uh, oh, man. TJ Wilson, uh, Chris Middleton, absolutely not. Um, uh, John Luer, come on. Ilya Sova, no. Dragon Bender, no. Which actually, Drake, they might put Dragon. They might they might put Dragon who's seven one on AD, which that's still a mitch, a mismatch because Dragon's not he's nowhere near as athletic as AD. And they put Giannis in on Braun. Let's run that scenario because honestly, there is no other scenario that even remotely makes sense here besides Dragon guarding AD and Giannis on LeBron. So we all know, like I said, Giannis can strap up LeBron one v one. I'm not I'm not arguing that. However, Dragon against AD—that's not a—that's that's that's a mismatch because Dragon's going to have to come out the perimeter. AD is going to give him work. Um, that's 
you know, that, that, that's a mismatch. So even if we switch that and let's say we run the pick, okay. And Giannis ends up having to guard Anthony Davis off the screen. And now Dragon Bender's guarding LeBron James. That's a huge mismatch because with Dragon, I mean, Dragon's gonna have to come out. He's gonna have to try to put his hands up, block LeBron on the three point line, and then Bron's gonna go blow right by him, boom, to the basket. And then obviously Giannis will have to make a decision. He either stays and guards Anthony Davis, or he helps Dragon stop LeBron. And either way, it's gonna be an easy bucket for the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, so the Milwaukee uh, Milwaukee Bucks can't match up. Okay. And guys, I'm not even going to talk about Toronto Raptors because without Kawhi Leonard, they're completely irrelevant this year. So let's not even get into that. Um, who else? Who else? Let's see. Um, trying to think, guys. Um, well, for the hell of it, let's just talk about the Rockets. So. All right, Houston Rockets roster, which this is – Nothing. They ain't got nothing here that they can do, but I'll break it down anyways. I'm, I'm trying to feed, I'm trying to show you guys the best teams and the best possible lineups, and that none of them can match up to this. To LeBron James, AD Picker. I'm trying to tell you. This is why I'm doing this. I'm, these are all the best that, who are favored to be the best teams in the NBA this coming year. All right, so let's see. Who's going to guard Anthony Davis from the Houston Rockets? You got Clint Capella. It's probably the most likely answer. Is there anybody else? Kenneth Fareed, he's way undersized, 6'8". That's not going to work. Clint Capella is the only person on this Rockets roster that has any remote chance of trying to guard Anthony Davis. And Clint Capella, you know, he can protect the rim. I don't believe he's a very good all-around defender, especially, you know, you start putting him out on the perimeter and stuff. So that's that's a big AD favor. I favor AD tremendously in that 1v1. And now who's going to guard LeBron James? Well... Kenneth Fareed. Kenneth Fareed's a you know he's six eight. He's got the size to guard LeBron, but he is a he's not as athletic on the perimeter. He's not a great perimeter defender. He's somebody that you get him near the paint and stuff. He can he can do work. I'm still putting my favor LeBron in that one v one. Is there anybody else that can guard LeBron on this roster? Mm. Uh, no. PJ Tucker absolutely not. Six six. Come on. And he's slow. Um, yeah, they got nobody. They got absolutely nobody that can guard LeBron outside of possibly Kenneth Fareed. So, you know, but let's just run the matchup here, okay? I don't think either of them can stop either of them 1v1, but let's say we run the pick. So, therefore, Clint Capella has to switch on LeBron, and then uh, Kenneth Fareed has to switch on uh, Anthony Davis, Clint Capella ain't stopping LeBron James because now Clint Capella's got to come out to the three and either LeBron's going to th- blow right by Clint Capella or he's going to shoot the three right in his face. You got Kenneth Fareed, who's undersized, 6'8", trying to stop 6'10", 6'11", Anthony Davis in the paint, on the roll, or if AD could even flare out, just pop a three in his face, pop a mid-16-footer in his face, and there's no answer to that. The Rockets... Once again, guys, have no answer to LeBron James and Anthony Davis pick and roll. Like, and I've, I've literally I've stated I've stated most of the favorite teams going into this year, the best teams in the East. I'm not even going to talk about Boston because no, that that's not happening at all. Irrelevant there. 
So like there's like the Sixers, the Bucks, two best teams I believe that are going to be in the East. They don't have a chance. I've I've stated, I mean Golden State guys, if you watched if you listen to the other episode I talked about Golden State Dynasty, I already stated there they got no answer to LeBron AD. You know, they're not in this equation. The the Nuggets can't do nothing about it. The Utah Jazz can't do nothing about it. The Los Angeles Clippers can't do nothing about it. Like literally they can't no team can do anything about that that two man duo of LeBron James AD because here's what people also need to understand because the LeBron James Anthony Davis pick and roll is going to be so unguardable in its purest nature from a matchup perspective that means that teams are going to have to help they're not going to be able to play out on the shooters on Danny Green on Case you know Contavious Caldwell Pope on Avery Bradley on Kyle Kuzma like, people don't understand. The Lakers got shooters, man. They may be older dudes, you know, except Coos, but, like, they can shoot the basketball. Danny Green was, like, 40% from the three. We'll take that. We'll take that all day. That's a good three-point shooter right there in the NBA. Like, we got dudes that can hit the three. And and we're also got to remember, too, if Boogie – you put Boogie in this lineup, Boogie will shoot the three. We know Boogie can hit a three. <clears throat> So people are underestimating that that defenses are going to have to help so much in the paint to stop this monstrous beast duo of LeBron and AD that it's going to leave shooters wide open. Like that, like the people coming to play for the Lakers, the shooting. I mean, Danny Green was probably reveling at this opportunity because he knew, he realized, he understood that like how unstoppable a Braun AD pick and roll would be and like literally how little he will have to work for his shot. These shooters are not going to have to you know run off three screens just to get an open three. Like these shooters are going to be open. It is inevitable. As long as LeBron and AD are on the floor, they are healthy and they are mastering that. They're running that pick and roll to a T. They are going to leave their shooters. Lakers shooters are going to be like open everywhere there's going to be so many open threes so like honestly the lakers could be one of the highest percentage three-point shooting teams and i think the lakers will be one of the highest shooting percentage teams period point blank exclamation like they're going to get they're going to get so many buckets in the paint it's unreal so therefore when you're playing against them the teams are going to have to decide do i let danny green shoot a wide open three do I let KCP shoot a wide open three? Do I let Avery Bradley shoot wide open threes? Do I let Kyle Kuzma shoot wide open threes? Do I let Boogie Cousins just shoot from three with no contest? Or do I let LeBron James and Anthony Davis eat me alive inside? Do I let them eat me alive? That is literally the, the, the dilemma, the problem that every single NBA team is going to have to answer. Okay. And I mean, even defensively, LeBron James and AD can switch on just about anybody in this league. They can switch. You got Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is what, 6'8, six, 6'9? Six, he's got length and he's an improving, growing player. He can guard, he can guard one through four. You know, Danny Green is a very formidable two guard at defense. He, he may not be Clay Thompson, but. You know, he's he's still a very good defender. Avery Bradley, a very good defender at the one. He could play one or two, but I'm assuming in this situation we'll probably see Avery Bradley at the one. He can guard guards on the perimeter. 
Like we like Lakers have rim protection. They have front court size. They have guards that can actually defend people. Like this is a nasty, nasty, nasty team. And like folks are not really seeing that, bro. And God forbid if we get end up getting Andre Iguodala, it's game over. It is absolute game over at that point. Because if we get Andre Iguodala, now LeBron, like, like literally, we can put Iggy. You know, Iggy can guard. Uh, he can he can guard a Kawhi Leonard. Iggy can guard a Paul George, and at least give them issues. But Iggy gave Kawhi Leonard some issues in that finals. You know, like it, it like statistically, like he he the way his sh- shooting percentage, Kawhi's shooting percentage. <clears throat> excuse me, when he was getting guarded by Iggy for uh, Andre Iguodala, and the times he wasn't was like night and day. It was absolutely night and day. And that just gives us way more flexibility at that point. So you, you never know what can happen. But nonetheless, guys, this is my argument on why I believe that, number one, there's no team in the NBA that has any real any real remote chance of stopping and matching up with LeBron AD pick and roll, why it's so unstoppable, why these two together are the going to be – is not only the most talented duo, but it's going to be the most dominant duo we have ever seen in the NBA. I believe, from a pick-and-roll perspective. I'm not saying period, guys. I'm not saying, like, you know, Kobe Shaq type stuff. Like, I'm not getting into that argument. I'm saying from a pure, like, like, like LeBron, like a pick-and-roll, okay, a big man. And, and LeBron, even though LeBron's a big dude and he's a three, but he, he can run it. He, he plays one. He plays one. He plays two. He plays everything, okay? That pick-and-roll is going to be more unstoppable than anything we've ever seen, dude. I truly believe it. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited about that. So anyways, that's going to do it for me on this episode. I'd love to know what you think. Hit us up at the TE5Life on Twitter at the TE5Life. Let me know what you think. If you think I'm completely full of shit and it's just complete bogus that I yeah, the Lakers are going to be the best or you know that LeBron and AD are the best pick and roll duo that's going to ever have existed. If you think I'm completely wrong and you want to argue with me, please do. But I just really broke down every all the best, most favored teams going Going into the NBA this year, and I told you matchup for matchup why it's not gonna, why that can't be true. That other than the Lakers and LeBron James AD being the best duo, the best pick and roll duo, uh, it's gonna be so unstoppable. Like I, like literally, if you can, if you can counter, like there's no way you counter what I've what I've argued on each of those teams for their fives or whoever's guarding LeBron or AD. The matchups aren't there, and if you if you still want to argue that, that's fine. You, you know, maybe you're just delusional. I don't know, but nonetheless, guys, that's going to do it for me on this episode. I can't wait to talk more NBA, more basketball. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to share this with a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, I'd really appreciate it if you do so. I'll catch you on the next one.